So, <clears throat> we'll go ahead and get started. And I need to get this together because I, I need to focus on my voice, which means I can't be focused on the words. All right, so <clears throat> we'll get started in three, two, one. Welcome back to Recap, the podcast where we talk about the latest news featured in Gotham City. We try to find the news that matters most to our voters, and we encourage our legislators to not only listen, but to also act on what they hear in the night. I'm your host, Batman. And with me today are Professor X, not from the Marvel series, and Anthony Arnold, our writer. How you doing today, gentlemen? At the beginning of a bad joke. Batman, <laughs> Professor X. Batman, Professor X, and a regular dude walk into a bar. Incredible. <laughs> you wanted it. You got it. All right. So, uh, gentlemen, we got some fun stuff to talk about today. Alex. Yeah. Professor it's, uh, X. It's time. We're going to, it's time again. Is it? Yep. Let's do it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about COVID numbers and how uh, they've been going down. They've been That's going news. down all across the country. Don't, don't don't celebrate, Anthony. Don't celebrate. It's a lie. It's a lie. So uh, I, <laughs> so uh, all across the country, we're we're largely seeing um, uh, you know just COVID cases just drop by um, precipitously. Uh, it's 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 phenomenal. Like we're just we're just like everything's bottoming out. And it's, just, it's a colossal meltdown, and no one understands why. And the answer is because we're not testing anymore. We've given up. It's over, guys. We have declared it over. Eighteen hundred people die a day, but that's fine. We're no longer testing, and now our numbers are going down, and we can move on. Oh, yes. this is going to be very different. Oh no. Like- yeah, no. We have arrived. Uh, we have a. That's what I was about to say, Francine. We have arrived at the Donald Trump strategy of what if we just don't test? Indeed. What if we didn't? <laughs> Correct. Uh, that is that is that is where we're at. Uh, so locally here in Indiana, um, as of uh, as of March first, um, the uh, the Indiana State Department of Health is no longer doing contract tracing, um, and uh, the um, uh, they're saying they're no longer, um, the Indiana State Department is no longer doing um, test, uh, say, doing running testing sites. Private companies are free to continue to do their, to do their test, uh, to do their own tests um, and are free to, you know, t- test people and do the analysis. But the state's not doing it anymore because we're, we're done. It's over. We've decided to move on. I don't like that at all. Oh, I, I don't understand. Why not, Josh? I mean, dude. I'm I'm just is the will. We are just following the will of the people, Josh. The most people say that they're ready to move on. Fuck the will of the people. We're still dealing with an extinction event. What the hell? (laughs) Uh, yeah. What? And actually, I mean, and as a note, and as a note, I'm I'm being facetious. That's not actually true. Uh, something over like something like 58, sorry, 58 percent of uh, of people, and in a recent poll, 58 percent of people still say they want uh, some level of of um, pub of um, public health um, protocols. So, like mask mandates indoors, 
I know that um, as of late, especially here in Indiana and in the, like the Marion County in general, um, there have been like restrictions or there have been restrictions lifted on mm-hmm. like wearing masks and stuff in schools. So I can only imagine that that's probably going to trickle down to all the other parts of society if it hasn't already. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've just uh, we've given up. It's over. I don't like that. We've decided to move on. I don't like that at all. But, but Professor, I, I can hear you. But Professor, weren't you? They were just talking about Delta Cron. That was only a month and a half ago. I know. I know. But what yeah. about all the other variants? It's a good question. What about all? These are all very valid concerns. I don't know what to tell you. This uh, is a, an interesting thing Francine put in the chat. Run uh, for office. <laughs> <laughs> um, she wonders if the administration is yielding to the pressure of large corporations on this so that way they can get back to work. Well, I feel yes, like that probably plays that a part is, in it. That is, that, that is. So that's always been the grift here. Um, so I know we've talked about, we've talked about schools on the show several, several times. Um, and we talked about the Chicago public school, um, fiasco and something that I don't think that we really got a chance to touch on because we were dealing with other things was that the private schools in Chicago were virtual the whole time. Like they saw cases increase and they just went, they just went back to virtual. And, uh, so like, so the people who were, who were largely lobbying for public schools to open were the same people who were sending their kids to virtual private schools mm. because they didn't care about the, the, the children. They cared about those children's parents making, uh, making them money at their stores or at their, at, you know, wherever they employed them. That's what they cared about. I mean, all of this has sort of been complicated by our initial COVID conversations were so bad nationally. There was just so much anger. There was such an acknowledge, like a lack of acknowledgement of sort of the facts about what the disease was, what it wasn't, what the effects were, what they weren't, what would the level of risk to, to various groups of people. We never settled anywhere productive. And I have said from the beginning, we exhausted our, we exhausted the will. Like the disease was always going to win. That's like, you guys know my stance that like these sort of diseases are undefeated in human history. They evolve, they move, they keep spreading. Eventually your willpower runs out before the disease stops moving. Now we reached a point where like maybe because of various treatments and vaccine regimens, we're able to like get it to the point where it's livable to some extent. But like, I think that was the best case scenario is where we've roughly ended up, which is there are treatments available. There's vaccines available for everyone who wants it at this point, at least in this country, obviously I'm just talking about this country. Right. There's, there's vaccines, there's boosters available if you want them. There's possible treatments coming online if you happen to get it. But now you're like kind of having to live with it and hope that it doesn't evolve somewhere else to a more dangerous, uh, lethal variant all over again or something. That's and that's unsatisfying. <clears throat> right. Science we've already applied right. to it. Yeah. Right. And that's uh, that remains a, a, a an out there possibility. But like mm-hmm. that's just, you know, these things again, these things are undefeated. They don't lose. Viruses don't lose to, to people. <laughs> the great equalizer. Just that, I say, just that one. That one time. You know, right. It's like once a century, one of these things comes along and it just kicks humanity's butt up and down. It just drags us. It's like, nope, at the end of the day, I am still superior to humanity. So I, I was talking you. about polio. Yeah, be, be clear, the one time we won. 
Like, how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> like, the SpongeBob thing. <laughs> that's nature once a century. All right. Yeah. So, those are, that's, those are my numbers. That's not very fun for Gotham at all. No. Gotham. Gotham Anthony, sucks. Gotham does suck. Yes. <laughs> I know it every day because I prowl the night. <laughs> Mr. Arnold, where is she? Tell me about the poll. Where is it? This. <laughs> All right. So every Friday polls drop on social media. Uh, We'd love to see you guys share, comment, let us know how you feel. The poll was about tipping. So something is bothering Sarah since early 2019. Sarah and her boyfriend, uh, Dino, have been calling in uh, orders to their favorite restaurants and taking turns going to pick their food up to go. Even though the restaurants have opened up, they have found that they really enjoy just getting their food and going home to eat. I sympathize with you guys, by the way. I, too, have really loved to really learn to love this. For Uh, sure. uh, Recently. Oh, you guys are gross. (laughs) Recently, Sarah and Dino have been going together to pick up their pre-ordered food. And she notices that when she pays, she always leaves a tip. But when Dino pays, he never leaves a tip. Sarah believes that whether you dine in or carry out, one should always tip. But when she casually bought it up with Dino last week, he said... Nobody's serving me, so why should I tip? She wants this behavior to change because she thinks it means he is not generous and is a character flaw, but he disagrees, saying the last few years have told us that if you are not getting paid what you want on one job, you should go find another one that will pay you more. And if I pay a tip, then I will do so without coercion or without the pressure of feeling like I am personally responsible for holding the economy together. So our question was, should tips be automatically added to every order and therefore required even when picking up pre-ordered food? Or should tipping be optional and not be held against someone if they choose not to pay it? Or, third choice this time, should we do away with tipping altogether? My answer was that I said we should just do away with tipping but pay people more. Everyone knows at this point that you your tips are the thing that makes their job have a <clears throat> any sort of livable wage. That you are just doing the work that the employer won't do. And everyone sort of acknowledges this. Like everyone knows, like I don't know, they get paid like $5 an hour four dollars an hour or whatever servers get paid now without your tips they are absolutely on starvation wages so then i'm not really tipping for good service if i want this person to like not die then uh i have to pay the tip just you know so that's why i said like i started 20 percent. i said this i started 20 percent, and it's because i know uh for bad service i tip 15 because i'm paying their ways to make their job livable I don't want to do that. And so we should pay people more money and then tips should be truly optional for exceptional service. So that was my take on this. Alex, I'm uh, not Alex. I mean, Josh, I see you've been waiting to get in on this one. So we had a lot of internal discussion about this, but I don't think I actually like posted anything on the thing about it. Uh, but I know I shared this one because this is, whew, tipping is is like a, it, you. It's it's weird because there are lots of things that you will just naturally assume you know about the people around you. And then you get to a situation like tipping and you come to find that people are on very different ends of the spectrum for very different reasons. And in some cases it changes the way it changes the way you, you see people. Now a little bit about my, my history for those who weren't already aware, you guys might not know this either um, service and being a part of the service industry has been like a really big part of my family. Um, all of the members of my family have either had a service position or while doing that have done something like served in the military. Like it's it's generally been a very important part 
of my family to be of service and to give service to people. That's just one of the things that we generally do. It's one of the things that we care a lot about. And as such, it has been very important to the members of my family to tip well, because many of them have been servers. That skipped me. When I was younger, I didn't tip at all because I was like, I, I just pay for my food. I'm going home. I'm like what? <laughs> and it wasn't until I became an adult and learned a bit more about how like people who are who receive tips uh, generally live and their base rates of pay that that changed for me. <laughs> also, uh, I had some very interesting conversations with my now wife, uh, girlfriend at the time. <laughs> Because she's like you. She was she was like 20% baseline. And if I don't like them, I, I move that down to like 15, maybe 10 if they're absolute assholes. But sometimes I go above that because, you know, these people need to live. And it it wasn't until we had some time. Because I, I absolutely used to be Dino. Like, even when I would dine in, I was Dino. Like, I'm here to eat my food, dog. Like, you're the one who provided me service. Like, why should I have to pay you for that? Like, that, I didn't ask to be served. I was okay with just ordering off a menu and then going to pick it up somewhere. But like that, that's how I used to think when I was younger. And that was from me not knowing better. And then I, I, I grew and I learned. And since then I have adopted the 20% model. Um, and I feel some kind of way about the people who don't, which is why it was really funny when this came up because we had actually just had a conversation about one of our other friends, me and my wife, uh, one of our uh, joint friends who doesn't tip, they are a Dino. And we were like, damn, like really? They don't tip though. I tip it. Josh, you were really out here on that Bruce Wayne billionaire playboy lifestyle, not tipping people, man. Hell yeah! Like for real. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, Alex. I would assume as Professor X, you have you are the more moral arbiter between the two uh, superheroes here. I'm joined with today. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's hard not to be following that one. <laughs> um, so when the pandemic, so when the pandemic started, like like when you know the just two weeks to flatten the curve, right? Right? We all remember that. Mm -hmm. um, we went say so I was still getting like I was still getting paid because I was still able to um to you know work at the university remotely, and you know my wife was still working, still teaching remotely, so we were still getting like full salary benefits, and so we just made the rounds. We just literally just like. Well, what's let's say what's a local restaurant that we don't usually go to? Like, okay, well, let's just go there, and we just left. We left fifty percent tips. Good I was like, like I, I remember we say, you know, it was thirty. It was say we spent fifty dollars and thirty dollars worth of Buffalo Wild Wings because that's we like we wanted to support our like our wanted to support our community. We wanted to support the people who live here. I was what like it's your patriotic duty. There is like it is it is what you do. That is a very Professor X thing. That do. is. But let me ask the question directly that's in the poll. Because I do think it's a funny question. I think it's oh, a good question. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't so, even but, but like, <laughs> so should you, but like, should we tip? Because we all understand this oh. like when we dine in. But like tipping on dining out, like tipping on pickup food, I, I, I think is a trickier thing for people, it actually. Is, because they're not really receiving service in that place. So like I see where Dino's coming from because I used, right. to, I used to feel that way. But like, I still think that like, given that the majority of the people that work in a restaurant are paid that way, not even just the servers, um, it is still important to receive tips because that is still an important part of their wage, regardless right. of whether or not people are eating it. Which is why I say, like, even when I get food out or I, I bring it home, 
because that's my preferred method. That way I can eat and watch Netflix. Um, I, barbarians. Shut your mouth, Professor X. Um, I, yeah, I still tip and I still think tipping is relevant. But like in terms of the question, um, I, I think that not that we should do away with tips, but I think that we should pay the people who work in service industries more and then let tipping be like a personal choice. Because as of right now, like you said, we're doing it as like the the thing that holds their paycheck together. Like we're, we're fronting the cost of their employer not paying them. And so in my mind, if we just pay them more, uh, tipping can be more of a thing that that generally reflects on the service given, not necessarily be an aspect of their paycheck that is now needed. That's so what I like. I don't, I don't, I don't think we said. should do it away with it. I think we should make it not necessary. What so, I, I, I mean, I largely agree with like the point that both of you have made. So it is not actually the customer's responsibility to subsidize so an employer and it's like, and like, and sorry, an employee's wage. That's a, you don't do that literally anywhere else. Right. No. Um, and it would be very bizarre. I've been like, Oh, I say, Anthony, you work, you work at a company. Uh, right. So you say, so you have an engineer come in from, I uh, say, from some, from like from another company, and you're like, my company is, pay, you know, is uh, has paid, you know, your company, you know, one thousand dollars for like for your time for the day, and I say, and you know, and and you know, and the cost of other things. So like, yeah, and then they'd be like, actually, I I need a tip. What? Right. Yeah, you, you, the money you paid them that just covers everything right. else i i'd actually like like 20 percent of what you paid them right but but i i already paid them right yes but now you should pay me <laughs> then what did i give them money for you had to tip 20 percent of your grocery bill <laughs> be like what am i what your grocery bill came to 400 dollars. you're gonna have to pay the cashier 80 yeah, what? or like, or like, <laughs> I go to a hardware store to get like some fancy light bulbs for my light fixture, and all of a sudden, like this twenty dollars purchase has become like a thirty dollars right. purchase, and I'm like, whoa, I just came for some light bulbs. And in that scenario, what's so weird is you may even get help from the person at the store. Like you, they will help you pick out your light bulbs or your lumber. They'll give you advice, but you still don't have to tip them. Even if they <laughs> provided you service, right? <laughs> Yes. You don't have to tip the person at Lowe's because they helped you redesign your bathroom. You don't have to give them a hundred. <laughs> I say, I say, uh, or like they helped you load up your car. Like you don't. Yeah. You already paid them. That's 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 why there's that markup. There's that markup from like MSRP to like. Right. Or sorry, not from MSRP, but for like from 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 like right. wholesale. Yeah. Right. That's that's the point of the markup. Exactly. So even in other service jobs where you are provided service, you still don't have to tip. Correct. <laughs> we have a bizarre approach to the restaurant business. We uh, do. Super weird. Speaking and not of, like, not, speaking of not things the, that are, yes. are kind of bizarre, uh, I, there was a question Francine asked in the chat real quick. I want to know you guys' opinion on it. Is tipping doing what the employer should do? Yes. Well, she asked, should the employer? Oh, what? Do, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's absolutely. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I yeah. misread that question, too. And I thought she asked, should the employer be tipping? That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, we both misread that. Come on. Yeah. But no, it's totally <laughs> you're doing what the let's, employer Let's, let's talk about that bizarre world for a second, though. Like, what, what would happen if employers tipped 
their own workers based on service or like service like you know you know a lot of places have like survey results yeah you know like you can take like surveys for your service and like if a particular employee gets a lot of uh you know good responses for the like survey would that change anything you don't want that as someone who works in an industry where bonuses are my job my bonuses are determined by survey responses and trust me when i say I never get a bonus in large part because people never respond to surveys. Like 1% of my customers, 1% of our guests and clients actually take a survey. Yeah. But in the restaurant industry, like I'm not trying to be crass. This would totally turn into like straight guys giving great survey scores to hot waitresses. Like, yes. Yeah. Let's just be so like, like that's that's what would happen. That's very fair. And it would make an industry that has so many problems with just all things related to that. It would actually make it way worse. Yes, it would. Like, That's fair. It's gonna That's continue fair. to overly sexualize our waitresses. That's yeah, not gonna work. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. We can we can leave that because I feel like that's not gonna go anywhere good. <laughs> no, but I mean, like a lot of guys would tip the girls at Hooters. Like you see a lot of survey re- responses for those girls. Just it would be crass and terrible. Yeah, we we also get survey results. And I can tell you, even though we're literally like part of our quality score is to bring up the survey on every single call that we take. And no one, no one takes the surveys like one in a hundred. No one. (laughs) No one. No one takes the surveys. It's so frustrating. hate the surveys. And that's why because of that. I make it a point to take every single survey offered yes. to me. When Comcast is like, would you like to take a survey after your call? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. <laughs> Angela did a great job. <laughs> Pay her more. <laughs> right. Exactly. I, I'm Absolutely. proud of you. <laughs> I'm very proud of both of you. Um, one of the things we we can we can we can go ahead and well actually you you, you normally have like a little outro about that. Yeah. The, well oh, sorry, I was look. trying to move up. Polls appear every Friday. They're always good. They're always interesting. This one was obviously a little more lighthearted, but we really love to hear what people, you know, what you guys have to say. So please respond. Please share if you can. Um, and yeah, that that's it. So go ahead, man. Take us away. I, I will say we had a lot more responses to this poll than most of our polls in recent memory. Because I think, especially since like tipping is such an important part of like our restaurant culture and our restaurant culture is a very big part of our, you know, general American existence. Uh, it's hard not to have an opinion on stuff like tipping. Um, but because of that, I wanted to go ahead and talk about service and how people view service. Because as previously discussed, uh, service and what good service looks like is an important part of our culture. Um, I feel like many things, many, many things have aspects of service, even if they're not like directly service related. Like you think like a customer service agent, like that's that's a person who is like, whose whole job is rendering service, right? But at the same time, your doctor is servicing you, right? Like a plumber is servicing you. Like there's a lot of people who do things for you as an American citizen and as that's, that's part of their job. And one of the things that I find interesting is that regardless of the nature of the service that's provided, service work is usually viewed in this weird, this weird light. Because there are a lot of people who don't really care about service or they, they act as though, you know, service work is, you know, unskilled or like doesn't need to be paid or other things along those lines. Because I mean, 
let's let's think about this in in my mind logically we have not had a need for cashiers in like a very long time specifically because of the fact that basically every single place that has a cash register also has a self checkout unfortunately you don't say you don't actually want my opinion on this <laughs> self self checkouts are toxic um, i did well, not come here to, to do i did not come to the store so i could do all the work <laughs> I was gonna say, are you gonna subtract out? You remember that part that I was on oh, your tiny about? ass conveyor belt when I have a but like so I do my self check like the conveyor belt's two feet. I hate it. I hate self checkouts. Really? Yeah, it's just offloading more work to the customer. Um, it is because you don't want to hire enough people to run the twenty registers you have. Yeah, that's that's yep. it. That's I was gonna say, <laughs> um, it is to say, it is an excuse. It is, it is an excuse to. Uh, to say to starve more, like to starve more wages from like from people, and That's accurate. you you can go to hell. Well, well, well how about how, well, let's think about it this way. Let's let's, let's, let's think about let's think, well, yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. But let, let's think about this in in the non traditional American <laughs> path, right? Because I think the checkout, the self checkout, actually has uh, a benefit for people who either don't want to or don't have a need to go through the normal checkout line. Like if I'm only going there for one item, I'm not trying to hang out behind Betty Schmetty, who's like feeding her whole family and has like $200 worth of groceries. And it takes her like 30 minutes to check out. I'm just trying to grab some bread and go home, right? And so I, I think- Oh, no, nope, nope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push it back here. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say, you know, know, know what you say, you know what you could do while you were in that line? You could get to, you could talk to the person behind you in line. You could learn so you could learn to know one of the children who lives in your neighborhood. You could get to know, hey, I work at this hardware. Like, I see that you're doing this thing. Yeah, I'm doing this thing for my house. Oh, well, if you're doing that thing for your house, my buddy owns the, like this place over here and he'll get you a better deal than these clowns. Ah, dog, Batman's got crime to fight. <laughs> yes, I gotta go, man. Th- this is I don't this have is time more- to talk to people. <laughs> That's the problem. You don't think you have time to talk to people. I got there are criminals that need punching. Yes, <laughs> Batman must go. <laughs> but no, like I, in, in all seriousness, I I understand the way the self checkout has been used is criminal for sure. Not no no question about it. But I do think the idea is useful for the people who don't necessarily need or want to be helped by people when they yeah. check out. Like, yes, it has been used as a way to hire less cashiers and create the problem that we see in like every grocery store. But at the same time, I do think it's an idea that was founded in goodness, or at least an idea that has good behind it. And so, like, as an example, if we take, if we were to take cashiers out of the the picture entirely, and everyone had self-checkout, like the actual act of someone scanning and bagging your groceries would be considered a service. In many ways, I still think it can be considered a service. And you see how poorly cashiers are treated everywhere. No one wants to be a cashier. I'm not trying to be with Betty Schmetty, who's trying to feed her family with $2,200 worth of groceries and have her yelling at me because I'm not moving fast enough and her kids screaming at her. Like, what? Nobody asks for that. Just like if I'm taking a call and I'm trying to help this dude with his phone plan and he's mad at me because he got something he he got a part of his bill he didn't understand and he's yelling at me because he owes an extra $20. Like, nah, John, like, come on. I'm, I'm just trying to help you figure out what's going wrong, dog. Like, you don't need to yell at me. And I think that 
And I think you see this especially in the older generations. Um, they they act as though like the the service being provided is not expected, but like maybe they're entitled to it. And so they can kind of treat it however they want instead of a service. Just because you don't have to tip people for it doesn't mean it's not a service. My, my question to you is, what can we do to make service work more appreciated? I mean, one, some basic kindergarten mess. Like, be kind to people. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> I don't. I used to work at Target. Like, I had a person threaten to fight me at the service desk. Like, why? I'm just here working, bro. Why are you trying to fight me? One, you see me sitting down and you have not realized I'm large. So, like, that's your first <laughs> mistake. You have underestimated my size. And then I stood up and he was like, oh. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but one, like, don't don't scream like if you want people to be more appreciated like treat them kinder you can't pay their wages like they need more money but you can't make their job a pleasant a more pleasant job because most of the problems they have are from you (laughs) when i was at target most of my problems were customer caused i had problems with my management but largely my management was like i don't know man we just are kind of in the same boat as you a lot of times a lot of us like no these customers are crazy yeah you're the one who can ruin my day. So stop ruining my day. Stop. <laughs> I, mean, I had to take service calls on my current job. So I've had drunk people cuss me out because they locked themselves out of their own apartment yep. and cussed me out and then cussed the maintenance team out. I'm like, you apparently don't want to get into your apartment, do you? Really? <laughs> so I'm hearing you want to be locked out tonight. That's fine. Um, so that would improve the experience qu- quite a bit because again, the monetary stuff, I mean, we should obviously encourage people to like unionize as Alex was, is is always going to say, we should encourage people at service jobs to unionize, but we customers should just realize these people have demanding jobs. And we've, and the thing that's so weird is a lot of us have worked in those jobs and then we still turn around and we act like assholes to them. And I really, I really don't get how you can have worked at target and still be a dick. Yeah. Same. Like, I, (laughs) I don't know. I know at least, Almost everyone I have ever known, both like professionally and like socially, has worked at like Walmart or some retail job. But still, I see these motherfuckers walk in and they grab something and not put it back where they found it. Or they yeah. don't put carts away. Oh, my God. Ooh, don't even get me started on the carts, bro. Target. Dude, put your carts away, people. Yes. As the person who pushed the carts. For Same. God's sake. Same. I wasn't a Target. I was the local Walmart. It was my it was my first job. Yes. My first job in high school. Yes. Same for me. Bro, you're, 20, I, I unloaded you're 10 trucks. feet away. Yeah. I, I unloaded the service <laughs> trucks, uh, which was like a good half my job. And then we and then we like ran, roamed around the store for like stuff, trying to see if people needed whatever. But usually what ended up happening was they didn't want us to talk to nobody because we hated our jobs. And then we would go outside and we push carts. So like I, I'd spend what, like four hours unloading a truck, sometimes two, sometimes four. And then after that, and we moved it all the places we needed, to, we needed it to go, I would go pick up carts. And I can't tell, I cannot tell you like the experience that that left me with as a person. When I, when I, I like, I'm mad when I go somewhere and I just see a cart by itself. I am livid when I see someone push a cart and they don't take it to the cart place. Like when yeah. I watch them leave it somewhere and then get back in their car, I'm ready to fight. 
I'm ready to beat up some people in Gotham. Let me tell you. (laughs) Can Can I just observe this from the man who wouldn't tip? Yes. And I've I told you I've grown and I've learned since then. I I have I have a character arc a better person. Yes. Yes, I have become a better person through my interactions with others and learning that my thought processes were bad. No, look, everything you're saying there is correct, man. Like that's that's honestly, I think people underestimate. I do think people really underestimate how much not just easier, but how much more enjoyable and just generally pleasant and generally acceptable you can make a service person's job by, this be by a nice very little effort on your part. Yes. Just very little effort. You expect them to smile from the register, but you think you can approach them in any old way. You don't want them carrying their day around, so then don't carry your day into the store. Try your best. It's not their fault you've had a shitty day. They didn't do it. Don't take it out on them because your boss sucks. Guess what? Their boss sucks. Everybody's boss sucks. Don't scream at the cashier because you've had a rough one. It's not their fault. You just ruined somebody else's day for no reason. For real. Because I think the thing that they don't realize is that 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 sticks with you. Yeah. Like People don't just like that. That's not just water off somebody's back. Now, it can't be water off some people. Some people don't have like a really high tolerance for that. But a lot of us don't clock in to get yelled at, fam. Like, that's not okay. Like, how would yep. you feel if, if you're if you're working at, you know, a metal factory and Johnny shows up and makes your job a little harder because him and his wife are having problems? Like, you you don't want yeah. that. At your job, nobody wants that at theirs. Yeah. Job. Like, and leave that the, shit at home. And that's the deal. People don't extend to others the same sort of things they expect for themselves. Like, like you said, you don't want this at your job. So why do you think they want it at theirs? Like, they don't. You want someone walking into your like accounting office and like screaming at you because you messed because up on their Because they don't know forms. how to handle their money. Yeah, like <laughs> right. if, they, if they filled out their tax form wrong and they're <laughs> right. mad at you because you right. didn't give them the proper information, right? Even though you can point to this email where it said "Do not right. do these things" and they did it anyway because they don't read. Right. We think of it as one of the only jobs where it's actually acceptable to like berate the people working, and that's actually another weird thing. Like no one is like walk up into H&R block and like scream at the accountants. Yeah. No one's doing that dog during tax season. Who are these people? <laughs> Just rolling up on turbo taxes, cussing somebody out. That's no one thinks that's acceptable. And, but we and think it's like acceptable to rate like cashiers. It is for, for some reason. And I don't know why. And, and there is, there is an additional layer of complexity here. Francine's trying to, Francine's trying to bring us. She's, she's trying to bring us in back. There are rude cashiers. 100%. There are rude people who work in service industries and they're bad. And that's, I'm not saying that that's any better. Like if you find a, if you find a bad cashier or like somebody's being incredibly rude or incredibly short or is making your day worse as a person, you don't have to deal with that either. It goes both ways. But you should, you still, you still shouldn't berate them or yell at them, even if they're rude. One, like people are crazy out here in these streets. Also fair. This country is locked and loaded, yo. You got to be real careful <laughs> screaming at people. <laughs> I don't, look, I don't pop off in the car for that. I'm like, I, I never know what someone has in their glove box. I, you never know. So no, uh, I say, I do think, uh, Anthony, I think you had the right of it, though. Um, <laughs> everyone, everyone's bosses suck. And uh, the least you can do is say, um, we should, you should recognize that. Just been like, they have a boss and their boss, like your boss sucks. Everyone has like, Eight, you know, everyone has management and management is always terrible and management is always incompetent and management always has these delusions of grandeur. And then everyone also has human resources 
and uh, say, you know, they're like, they, they actively have the thing that uh, allows them to survive actively working against them and actively trying to screw them at every minute of every hour of every day, their whole lives. And um, we should all recognize that. And we should just be like, no, 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 no. Like you're, you're just as much a victim as everyone else is. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Batman approves. Batman approves. This is true. <laughs> Batman no, war, no war, but class war. Now, I, I can't say this was going to be anything other than me ranting about the current state of the service industry as someone who works in it. Uh, but I feel like I feel like we made a few good points here. So ju- just to just in case for whatever reason you're just not tuning in or you skipped ahead, let me let me TLDR this general conversation. Service workers are people. They have bad days just like you do. If if they're bad, that's unfortunate. It is please don't be bad back and don't be bad in general. Everybody needs niceness in their lives and service people try their hardest to be nice to you even if you are not nice back to them. So, <clears throat> with that being said, this podcast has been brought to you in part by Elyag Productions, the best studio in Gotham for podcasters and musicians. And of course, Pointcast News. We live in the night. To listen to any of our other podcasts, please go visit our website at pointcast.news or you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to like and follow us on our Facebook page for more podcasts and articles and polls like the ones we covered today. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me today. Thank you all at home for listening to The Bat. We'll see you next time. Batman out.